our hands on and say, I'm, if, you, if your faith is not, is not there, then my faith is going to be there for you. And it's almost intercessory faith <laughs> is kind of a term I like to call it. If, if you don't have the faith, if I don't have the faith for something, I need to surround myself with people who have faith so that it's almost this intercessory faith, that their faith is standing in the gap for me. And so there's two things, no shame in need, because a lot of times God will allow you to have needs because he's wanting to elevate you actually to another season of faith or to another level of faith, okay? Because you need to, you're in a school, okay? (laughs) And the Lord knows you're in a school, and he wants to teach you. So he's not only going to be teaching you about worship, he's going to be teaching you about everything. And, and faith is a huge aspect of leading worship. When you're standing on a stage or in front of two people, that faith has to be activated. So a lot of times God will allow needs in order f- to teach you what it truly means to stand in faith. And um, we walk in a, in a specific level of faith according to the circumstances that we have broken through in our life, okay? When I first joined YWAM, I was stressing out because our staff fees were $600 because I, um, I was me and my wife and my firstborn son, Malachi, and he's 12 now, you know, he's huge, he's got bricks. No. <laughs> Anyways, uh, sorry. <laughs> Me, we do we do we do layman. Uh, we do a hundred push-ups every night. Me and my son, and then we do a hundred. We do a hundred sit-ups every night. You know. And last night I was like, "Bro, you got bricks." Oh my gosh. Anyways, sorry that was a tangent. Faith, okay. Faith. Yeah. So, so I was stressing over. This was uh, 12 years ago, stressing over $600 a month in monthly support, you know, and we only had like $300 in monthly support, and, and I, w- I was just like, every month, like, I was so stressed, like, do you guys ever feel that, like, if you have, n- you have a need and, and anxiety, literally, almost adrenaline rushes start to, like, go through your body, and you're like, you're, you start panicking, like, oh my gosh, what if God doesn't provide, oh my, I'm going to be on the street, oh my gosh. But you're not, and you're not going to be on the street, you know. <laughs> but that's what your brain says. Worst case scenario, worst case scenario, you know. Like, I'm, I'm going to be digging in the trash tomorrow <laughs> if God doesn't provide. <laughs> your brain just goes to crazy places, you know. And, and that was 12 years ago, though. And we, because we've been faithful and God has shown himself faithful, for 12 years of this missions lifestyle, now I told you that we're believing God to raise $300,000 for a house, for this ministry discipleship house, okay? So that's where my faith is at now. 12 years ago, it was $600 a month. Oh, God. Okay, now my faith is $300,000 ministry house, going to build this for the kingdom of God. And I'm like, um, we're going to do this. God is going to do this. You, you know, and I'm full with faith because of the years of seeing the faithfulness of God and stepping into a greater level of faith. So we walk in a day-to-day faith, and then sometimes 
God will ask you to do a school of worship that requires you to raise $4,000. And he'll, you'll walk in this specific level of faith, and then he'll give you this extra faith to believe for that $4,000. And then when you see him provide for the need, that boosts your day-to-day faith. Okay, So you're walking in a day-to-day faith, and then he allows needs in order for you to fully step into a faith and see him provide, which then increases your day-to-day faith. Is this making sense? So never see need as shame. Need is not shame. Need is God allowing you to walk in a greater day-to-day grace, allowing you to walk in a day-to-day faith because 12 years from now, he's going to ask you to raise $3 million for the amazing worship center that hundreds of people are going to become all from all around the world and be worshiping the Lord in, okay? So, but he needs, he, needs you to, uh, he needs to allow some of you to walk through some need in order for you to step into a greater faith, okay? So never see need as shame. Need is, need is an opportunity for you to step into a greater level of faith, to step into the calling of God that he has for you because God has a destiny for each and every one of you and he needs you to be stepping out in faith to increase day to day to day to day to day. And um, I remember I was talking to Darlene one time and I was like, Darlene, I can't pay my rent. I need a thousand bucks tomorrow. And she's like, great, you know, this is so good, Daniel. I'm going to pray for you. This is, you know, oh, God, God's going to provide for you. And could you pray for me? Because we need $4 million tomorrow. (laughs) Or else, or else we're going to lose the whole campus. Can you pray for me? Because, you know, because, because I need, I need that, you know. (laughs) And you just feel like, like, I'm such a loser in faith. Like, I'm stressing out. I, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to die because I need $1,000, okay? You know, and, and, and Darlene's like, please pray. We need $4 million, you know? And so God increases your faith, and every need is an opportunity for God to show his faithfulness and to increase your faith on a day-to-day level. And for those of you who have this need right now, and maybe your faith is at $600 a month, I don't know. But what, it, what the need is going to do is he's going to give you that extra grace of faith for this season, which is then going to increase. And you're going to see God provide here in crazy ways. I believe it. I don't know how he's going to do it, but he's going to do it. But you guys got to walk in that faith, believing that he's going to do it. He's going to increase your faith because he's got crazy... You guys need to look 10 years from now, okay? Look 10 years. Don't look at 2,000 bucks or 3,000 bucks. Look 10 years from now. What is God going to ask you to do in 10 years? And the way that you're faithful right now is just going to increase, 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 increase so that, you know, 300,000 is really low, but I have such a joy of watching God provide for this. But it's not stressed out 600 Am I making sense? Okay, so I was just feeling this like so strongly. Like when Sam asked you guys to stand, I could I I saw shoulders kind of kind of do like a 
Yeah, I, I have a need. Well, yes, you have a need because God wants you to increase in faith, okay? So it's not a la- it's it's a it's a it's an opportunity, okay? And so I just I just feel like uh, this was a word for a lot of you. So Lord, increase our faith. Thank you for the needs that you give us, God. Thank you for these opportunities to step into greater faith and into the greater things because you're training us, God. You're training us right now for what you have for us 10 years from now, what you have for us next year, God. And that's going to require a specific amount of faith, and it's going to require this journey of growing in faith. And the only way we grow in faith is through needs. And so I just, sometimes you ask us to put ourselves in a place where we need things. And other times we just happen to be in a place <laughs> where we need things. And, um, and so I ask that you would increase our faith, Lord. Give us that greater heavenly perspective of what you're doing in our life, God, in the big picture. Yeah. And um, I just thank you for this class. Amen. 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 Thank you, guys. So before I yeah. bring David over. Um, new face, another new face, my friend Nate. Hey, everyone say hi to Nate, he's, he's here. He wanted to listen to David this week, so yes. Talk to him at Snack, he, talk, he likes to talk, so he'll talk with you. <laughs> I love having a class full of mostly girls. <laughs> I get affirmed all the time. It's my love language, so you're, you're doing good. <laughs> okay. Whitney, would you like to pray for David? Lord, I just thank you so much for um, blessing us with your son, Lord. And I just thank you so much for the heart that you have created in him, in him Lord, and um, all of the desires and passions that you've placed inside of him, Lord, and how they're just like overflowing today and yesterday, Lord. And I just pray for more today and more this week, Lord. Um, yeah, I just thank you for just so much, Lord. Thank you for everything that you are bringing this, this week through this man, Lord, through your son. Yeah, Lord, I just pray many blessings upon David as he is um, obedient to you, Lord, and his, as he just steps in obedience in your Holy Spirit, Lord. Yeah, I just thank you so much for everything. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, Cindy. Mm-hmm. So the first thing on my notes today was sharing stories of financial provision. Isn't that bizarre? Yeah, I was going to do that, number one. I looked over at you, and then, and then Daniel, when he's really highlighted, I was like, wow, God, you're so amazing. I wants to do that. So I'll share one. This will give faith for my life recently. Um, I love stories because, again, it's like each of you, when you share your own testimony, it builds faith, and that's the purpose of a story. Who's ever heard Bill Johnson speak? A few of you guys. Okay. He just, one of the main things that I take away from him is he goes, when he has people come up and share stories about healing and all this stuff, he goes, this is for you to believe the very same thing can happen. It's a seed of faith. Because the point is not the story itself. It's, an, it's, a, it's a gift of faith. So you hear that and go, Lord, you can do that for me. You can hear that. And so in the ways that we hear our leaders, um, like he was talking about uh, Darlene, how you know she's sharing for $4 million. Well, the campus is still here, so God must have provided the $4 million, I guess. Right? <laughs> okay. So that story of faith gives us faith, too. So this was an, a new one for me because God provided in a way that I had never experienced before. 
Um, this was back in April. Um, my, my best friend roommate, uh, he had started an internship called Adoration 111, and it's, a, it's an internship focused on building the house of prayer in the nations. And so they do three months of localized training there at Pi Hop at the house of prayer, and then two months in the nations serving the long-term missionaries and building, doing, you know, as the team, doing worship and prayer, and then ministering and giving a prophetic prayer and healing prayer to the long-term missionaries, and then wanting to build with the locals. It's a really cool model. Um, so anyway, he went with the team. This was their first time. And um, halfway through the, uh, his internship, all of a sudden, this desire exploded in my heart to just go and not to do anything but just like cook him breakfast and say hi and give him a hug. But it was not this huge spiritual reason. It was just this longing to go, and it came out of nowhere. It surprised me. So I was like, you know, I'm not having this, again, this movement in my heart of this step of obedience for something hard. This is a, just a deep desire to go. And I was being led by that, and it was strange to me. And I'm like, is this you, God, or is this just me? You know, so I was going back and forth. Is this me? Is this you? Is this me? So I made the decision. I'm just going to go. I have to follow this. So I buy the ticket. And it was like a thousand bucks, a little more. And um, they're in they're in Lebanon. And so uh, I said, I'm go for a week. And so I went. So before about four hours before I leave for the airport, it's like, you know, 1 a.m. Typically, you're like packing and, you know, you leave in the morning. And so. I was going through my room, and I found um, I had to look for my car insurance for my roommate to drive my car while I'm gone. And so I find this little envelope um, with a dollar in it. And I had had, like, 20s in it, you know, a while ago, um, just in case I needed money. But I found it. I was like, that's weird. I just have a dollar in it. So I put it down. I'm looking through more papers, <clears throat> and I find another envelope. It has 10 bucks in it. I was like, oh, that's great. Someone had donated for like a CD or something. So I put that there. And then again, I'm going through this stack of papers that I haven't touched. There's dust on it, you know, in a while. And then I pull out this envelope, and it's kind of, um, it's a little thick. And I look at it, and my name is um, printed on the front um, on this piece of paper. Um, yeah, and I'd never seen the envelope before. Um, and so I was like, where, you know, how, what is this? So I opened it up. And I pull it out, and it's $1,000 in cash, just like $1,000 bills. And I just go, and I'm racking my brain. Someone must have supported me. Someone must have given this. And I still, to this day, cannot remember where it came from. And so I left like three hours before the airport after I had already decided, already paid the ticket. The Lord provided right before I was going to go with $1,011 for this internship that was Adoration 111. It was kind of crazy, you know? <laughs> and the Lord was just like, boom, it hit me as a sign, like, I'll provide you exactly the amount you need. Um, yeah, what's up? Yeah, is that better? Yeah. Oh, is the signal's going in and out? Okay, sure. Sorry. Um, yeah, so that was a story of faith that even in the Lord leading us in our heart's desires. And, uh, you know, that's what I took away from it, that it's not less spiritual when he's leading you that way and that he will provide even though it's not all up there up front. You know? 
So that was a personal example for me. So that was really cool. Now, awesome. Okay, and one more. So when I decided to go to Iraq, this was um, a week ago, two weeks ago. Um, I told a leader in my life. Uh, I just emailed or texted, and I was like, hey, I've decided to go to uh, Iraq and be there for however many months. And um, within five minutes or so, the Lord had provided uh, 3000 for my plane ticket and 1000 in support each month I was gone. And I didn't ask for it. It, it just came. And, I, I mean, it was the most quick turnaround and provision I've ever seen in my life. Because, again, I was going just in faith, and the Lord totally provided. So that boosted my faith. It went from, again, you know, like the day-to-day thing to, wow, Lord, you're so extravagant. You can provide so quickly, so amazingly. So may that build your faith that God can do it in the same way. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And again, it was after the fact. It wasn't like I had the support and I was like, all right, I'm going to go. You know, I made the decision in my heart. You make the heart decision. You follow the Lord. You step out. And then he meets you with provision. And like Daniel's saying, a lot of times it doesn't happen so cut and dry. You know, you, you take that step of faith and he provides little by little along the way. But um, however he does it, he's still good. And he's still causing you to take step by step on that journey of faith. So, yeah, it's great. <laughs> yes. Okay, let me pull up my, my notes on my phone this morning. Well, um, let's just do like a quick review on yesterday. Um, um, the things that stuck out to me, that the Lord highlighted even for me, and that one, some of the things I think he was saying to us um, uh, was that he is the I am that I am. He's always present with us. He'll never leave us or forsake us. That he's always present in every in every decision, every moment, he's there. And that his character is what we are discovering. And it's the, his character is the essence of who he is. So he's living out of his character. That's his character. It's his name. He is the I am that I am. He's always present. And that we always live out of ourselves, out of who we are, whether we like it or not. You know, we can, we think, you know, we, we can live out of some other uh, mode, but we have to live. We're always living out of our true self. And, um, and we're making decisions in line with that. And uh, you know, I was and the Lord, the Lord highlighted friendship with him. You know, he did it before uh, we even started talking in the song before the <laughs> before the meeting. And um, and uh, but he really he really is drawing us to a place of friendship with him, and that being the foundation for 
what we do and who we are. And uh, oh, I think, uh, yeah, I was uh, struck by the parables that he was just The, the parable of the one where he um, he says, do you know me, you know, at the end of our life? Um, like the question comes, do you know me? And but then he comes back with, uh, I don't I never knew you. And. Um, that question is the most important question, because it's a question that we will hear at the end of our lives, you know. When he, he stands before us and we get to meet him face to face and he says, I never knew you. Or come, enter into the joy of your Lord, you know. And that's the day we're living for. That's, that's the day that colors our whole life, colors all our decisions, colors everything we do, colors who we are. And um, it's important to live in the light of that day. And all the things that we do, all the things that we say, who we are is in the light of that day. Our journey is um, towards that light. Someone um, had a word during the prayer time about a light at the end of the tunnel. Maybe it was you. Um, but that is our light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak, is that day when we will see him face to face. We see him dimly now. We walk dimly now. We don't get it all right now. It's a step-by-step -step journey. We like to have it figured out. We don't. Um, but his word brings light. It says the entrance of your word brings light. And through unpacking the word this week and for the rest of your life, your heart's going to experience his light. And it says the path of the righteous is like the first gleam of dawn shining ever brighter to the full light of day. It's one of my favorite verses in the whole Bible. Because I relate to it. Because um, my life has felt that way on a personal level, but it's really the story of everyone who is following Jesus. We are on a journey. You know, you have all those verses from glory to glory, from strength to strength. What is that about? It's, it's, an, it's, a, it's a journey. You, don't, you never arrive in, in our walk of faith. And we have this hope in Jesus that we are journeying towards, and it gets brighter and brighter and brighter until we see him face to face. So it gives us, um, it can give us our hearts a settledness that we never have to compare ourselves with one another, like, oh, they've made it, or they've arrived, or how far are they along in the journey? No, we're all pilgrims towards that great prize, and it's seeing him face to face, and it's feeling, it's hearing that job well done. My good and faithful servant. You know, and living in the light of that, walking towards that is so important. So that was one of the things that stuck out to me yesterday. And, uh, and again, every time I talk from the word, I always get taught because um, it's that process of the word coming out of my own mouth. I'm hearing myself talk. It's going back into my heart, and it's settling in a way. So it's so important that you guys exercise in your life, in your conversation. I mean, I, I have the privilege of 
sharing this in a long period of time and teaching. But if you're not teaching anywhere, or you're not doing anything, you can do it through singing. And uh, that's one of the, the gifts of singing is singing God's truth, singing his word. So that it enters back into your heart and it starts to bring renewal. So, yep. Um, kind of deciding between two uh, directions on where to go this morning. So that's why I'm kind of a little bit, <laughs> a little spacey. Um, <laughs> you're like, what's he talking about? What's he thinking about? Um, yeah. Um, you know, I, I have a feeling that we just, um, I think it'd be good to uh, worship a little bit. Just open our hearts, you know. I think it'd be really good. <laughs> I think we're all kind of, but I think it's it's good because it all gets us on the same page, and we're all kind of connected to him. So, yeah, I will move towards that. Can I turn this off, bro? Can you, or does it matter? Well, you guys are like, <laughs> you guys are. Okay, so um, I'm going to do um, a lot of the songs God's given me in this last season are going to be new for you guys. So I will do some new ones for sure. Um, and, um, and so my music tends to be more meditative in that way. But just um, whatever. I mean, I don't have to explain it, but just like receive from the Lord. You know, I don't, I don't like doing that, like trying to explain the whatever. I just like to sing. That's what God's given me. But, um, yeah, just whatever. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
Thanks, Daniel. Thanks for the thumbs up, bro. Thanks, bro. I, yep. Uh huh. <laughs> Just sing it. Okay, this is one I wrote in Kona. Actually, when I was here last time. It's so crazy, yeah. This is great. Okay. You keep all your promises Even when I don't keep mine You are the faithful one And you're always on time There's no going back with you Only moving ahead Through the change my heart can rest In everything you said on and on forever and ever your love goes on and on your love goes on and on forever and ever your love endures your love love and you give no time to fear it's running through my mind again your voice is all I hear and even though my heart may break I would do it all again and my reward will be seeing your face one day my friend on and on forever and ever your love goes on and on your love goes on and on forever and ever your love endures your love endures you keep all all your promises even when I don't keep mine you are the faithful one and you're always on time there's no going back with only moving ahead and through the change my heart can rest in everything you said on and on forever and ever your love goes on and on it never stops coming your love goes on and on forever and ever your love endures your love I would do it all again 
Brighter than the sunrise A rainbow all around All-consuming fire Burning brighter than the sun Never-ending mercy Stronger than the grave Burning with desire for the ones that you came to save. Oh, 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 oh. Brighter than the sunrise, a rainbow all around, all-consuming fire burning brighter than the sun, never-ending mercy, stronger than the grave, burning with desire for the ones Majestic as a king, the word of God made flesh so all the world could taste and see. You freely gave your body to those who crucified, and the joy that kept you faithful was a pure and spotless bride. I stand in awe of you, Lord, you are magnificent. I stand in awe, I stand in awe, Lord, you are magnificent. I stand in awe of you, Lord, you are magnificent. I stand in awe, I stand in awe of you.
And the day I stand before you, I want to hear you say, well done. My good and faithful servant, you ran the race and you won. And I just want to love you, to give you everything. And you know that I love you, Lord, deep within I sing, Lord, you are magnificent.
trust Him in His presence daily. Um, let's talk um, thanks man we're gonna JJ yes sir oh I'm excited because of what happened just a little while ago yeah, wasn't that amazing? Oh, my Lord. That was beautiful. And it was beautiful because you guys, like, jumped in there with your heart. You were all in. You, like, said, all right, like, let's do this. And you were, um, you stepped out. I'm proud of you because, like, that's what it means. That's a big thing of what it means to be a leader is, um, is like, taking that step of faith, you know? And, um, and what it does, the Holy Spirit breathes on it. Who could feel just that moment when you feel the Holy Spirit's pleasure in the room, right? It's just like instantly, you know he's here. You know he's like really enjoying what's going on. And that's the goal. I was talking with, um, with Daniel just a minute ago. And as a worship leader, we were just talking back and forth about like, what's the end goal as a worship leader, as a leader? It's that right there. It's when we all are singing and engaging at a heart level with the Lord in the moment. And no one is directing except the Holy Spirit. I'm just wanting to facilitate whatever he wants to do. And, you know, you know, just speaking, singing, doing whatever it takes to let the Holy Spirit move. And you as leaders, you're here to be trained in that because you want to be a worship leader. And you are one, no matter if you're singing, playing keyboard, cello, by the way. I know. I know. <laughs> She's like, oh, shucks. Oh, no, shucks. Oh, shucks. <laughs> Give the glory back to God. <laughs> no, that was really sweet. And, you know, that's one thing I really enjoy in worship is that very dynamic of, um, of realizing that... Um, we're, we're leading as a team. And, you know, I know you guys just jumped up there spontaneously. But in that, um, 
Do you realize how it changed as we went along? And there was definitely more sensitivity as we went along to each other and to what the Lord was doing in the room. And um, that happens when me as a leader and each one on the team instantly make that shift from our instrument and the worship leader to the Holy Spirit and what he's doing and praying through your instrument where your instrument becomes your song, your instrument becomes how you're engaging with the Lord in the moment. And so it's like a conversation. It's like if I'm talking the whole time in the conversation, it's not a conversation. It's a one-way monologue. But if there's that give and take where then, you know, when you air in a conversation and you agree on something, you're like, oh, I love that movie. Or, oh, yeah, I get that. It's that moment when you play a melody and I sing something from my heart and it becomes a chorus and we all jump on. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's that moment in a conversation where it's not just one speaking. It's the back and forth. It's the give and take. It's the breathing that allows it to happen. So that's super important in team dynamics. And we'll go more into that. I don't want to go there right now, but um, we're going to have some time to really talk through, like, how to work as a team, how to play as a team, how to, like, engage with the Lord as a team, how to lead a team. And there's so many different dynamics that are really simple, but they can, when they're fleshed out, you go like, oh, I get it. Makes it so different. Makes it really fun. So yeah, that was a team. Now I'm talking about the team, but just what happened in the room was just, it was epic. It was so good. You know, I heard this great quote once. <laughs> it says, God hides the awesome in the awkward. You can take that to the bank. He really does. He hides the awesome and the awkward. And we don't like that because we like to be professional. We like to be famous. We like to have the, the big, you know, perfection in how we do what we do or share what we share. Sometimes it's awkward. Sometimes it's like you're tripping over yourself. Sometimes it's disjointed. Sometimes it feels like out of control. That's okay. God hides his awesome, powerful presence in those moments, and if you have the wherewithal to jump on that in confidence and boldness and go with the wind of the Spirit, it can take you where you could never go in your own. You can never go where the Spirit wants to take you all by yourself. You can't plan your way into the anointing. You really can't. You cannot plan your way into God's anointing. You have to listen to the Holy Spirit, and He will take you. He will take you. Wow, yeah, that was just, that was so sweet on so many levels. Um, Trying to, trying to remember, there were a couple things I wanted to remember from that time I was going to take and share. I'll probably remember once my coffee's here. Oh, what do you know? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thank you so much, Samantha. Oh, Lord. Jesus. Oh, my goodness. It's kind of precarious right here. Um, okay, I just want to hear from you guys a little bit. Just kind of like little snippets. What happened in your time? What exploded in your heart? What happened in your thinking in that time? Um, just, just curious.